I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane. I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this man. Oh, my God, no. And, oh, Jesus and, Christ. Oh, yeah. And, and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it, do it harder, make more noise and stuff. It's gotta be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. So I know you have thoughts and I have thoughts uh, about what we just saw. We just saw the very first SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. I, I think they're calling it SmackDown on Fox. No, I think they're calling it Friday Night Friday Smackdown. Night SmackDown on Fox, yeah. I think they're just calling it Friday Night SmackDown. And then they, or maybe they're just Friday Night SmackDown, yeah. They wanted you to hashtag it just SmackDown, and then people were using SmackDown on Fox, and then people – it was – that was weird. But anyway, uh, just let's work through our emotions on this one, Bryant, because I know that – the, you hate Brock Lesnar with a, the way that I hated Roman Reigns two years ago when it was okay to hate Roman Reigns. Uh, well, apparently it's still not okay to hate Roman Reigns. I mean, I mean to hate Brock Lesnar because you know you get made fun of by people. <laughs> Whatever. I know. Uh, Kofi Kingston gets beat in about three seconds, and immediately what I thought of was at WrestleMania. I guess it was that same WrestleMania where Ric Flair retired, so that would have been like 2008 or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And when Daniel Bryan has the match where he kisses AJ Lee and then Sheamus kicks the shit out of him, pins him in about five seconds, and Daniel Bryan in his biography said that that was one of the lowest points of his career, and he said it, I think, on on other occasions. And I, Kofi Kingston was treated like a complete palooka, a jabroni in this one. I, I got to tell you, man, I, I almost just laughed because I, I just didn't know what to what to do when I saw that. I, honestly, I, I was like, "Are you serious?" I, I, I figured he would win. I really did. I said that a while back. I, you know, I, I said they're not going to let Brock lose to Kofi on the first SmackDown on Fox, but I had no idea it was going to go down like that. That was just horrible. I want to give credit to this person because they had tweeted something like, oh, there's like 15 minutes left. We're going to get a Kofi squash match, aren't we? And I went, eh, maybe not. I was trying. To, I was really trying to give these dickheads the benefit of the doubt. Me too, man. I And, and when, I heard the, when I heard about – did you, you – you heard about Vasquez beforehand, right? Uh, no, that I, was, was, uh, I was unspoiled on this. Uh, you are – Internet Mark, you have uh, scooped me on that one. I didn't know that was coming oh. down. Wow, well, it's – I think it's only come down in the last day or so. It's not okay. it's, at least that I've seen. I haven't heard any talk about it until like today and yesterday. So I, and then I think it was all but confirmed on ProWrestling.com this afternoon. I'm like, ooh, this really must be. I mean, people were talking about it, but then when I saw it on ProWrestling.com, I'm like, ooh, okay, they somebody's, you know, sticking their neck out on this one, kind of, you know, and saying it's definitely a, the deal. So, and what I thought then, I'm like, you know, maybe Kofi will keep the belt. And the whole Rey Mysterio thing, they'll have him, Vasquez, run in during the match. It'll be a, you know, a, 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 a nobody wins thing. A, a, a you know, We call it a, a schmoz. schmoz. Yeah, yeah, schmoz. That's what I was trying to think. <laughs> I kept wanting to say schnoz. Uh, Brother, like that's not no, right. Sh- schnoz is what Paul Levesque has a giant one yes. of. Yes. See, that's why it was on my mind, you know, the whole NXT thing. But anyway, uh yeah, I thought that. I said, well, maybe they're going to do that and let actually let Kofi keep the belt. But hell no, boy. It was total opposite of that. It's. I, it looks like it's going to be a cold day in hell before Kofi ever gets to touch that belt again. Oh, my God. And to lose it like that. Oh. He loses it very, very easily. I, and I don't, I don't know what was going on here. Maybe the thinking was that, hey, these are people that haven't seen wrestling in a while. And... They're not big wrestling fans, and they're going to look at it and go, "Well, obviously this guy should be should beat the shit out of this guy." So let's just go have him have him beat him in five seconds, or really more well, see, like that, three. Right, right. That's my that was my whole thinking about. That's why they're not going to let Brock lose to to Kofi. But then you know the whole Kane Vasquez thing came up, and I'm like, well, maybe you know maybe they will let Kofi keep it without having Brock lose and having Vasquez you know interfere in the match and shit. So. Yeah, and it wasn't me, or did that that whole face off with those two last forever? 
it was bizarre, and I think they were trying to time the thing out right because they got to be right out at ten for the you know for the Fox local news to come on. Yeah, uh, here's what, and I saw them at the top of the thing, and I didn't. It was a, kind of a long shot, and I thought, well, that's the Tyson Fury guy that we just saw a minute ago, and he's supposed to be feuding with Braun. And I thought, wait, because it's a it's a large bald man. I I didn't know. I mean, you know, fuck. I didn't know that was a new one on me too. They're both huge bald guys, so I thought, well, what Tyson Fury got out of his suit, and now he's got his shirt off, and he's at the top of the ramp up. I didn't I didn't know what was going on, and they go, oh, it's Cain Velasquez. So and I go. Okay, I don't have a problem. I think it's a great signing by WWE. From what I've seen of his shit in Mexico, the guy looks really good, and I, I think he's learning the business pretty quickly, and it could be pretty good. Then I got a, a little bit better look at him in there, and I go, and I'm not questioning anything about his toughness because I know that he was a great fighter in you know UFC and all that stuff. But I'm like, well, that guy doesn't have guy didn't have a whole lot of definition he's kind of doughy a little bit and under a little bit a little bit i did notice that yeah under other circumstances i believe somebody would call him skinny fat i don't know i under, maybe maybe uh, hey that that is a common you know slur you know cm punk was famously skinny fat uh, kind of like Adam Cole, maybe. That's what. Hey, Adam Cole may get that moniker thrown at him as well. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. It's it's played and everything else, but they still like to do it. And if they hadn't just, God damn, we got this. I think if he was anybody else, I think Triple H should be thinking and either saying it out loud or you know saying it behind closed doors. Get skinny fat. We gotta we gotta work on some muscle tone for him. We gotta get some pecs going on this motherfucker. Uh, but it was that first. That far was great. And it's, we hit the skids on that second hour, and then that I think that finish yeah. was that finish was flat. I think there was some booing for uh, Brock Lesnar after he easily squashed Kofi Kingston. I think there was people were stunned a little bit. Uh, I think they were yeah definitely booing. And honestly, man, if if they were going for for casual fans like you said, trying to get their attention with. Vasquez coming in. Did they think the people that were casual fans were MMA fans? Because honestly, if you're just a casual, everyday, not really a MMA fan, but a wrestling fan, you you wouldn't know who this dude was. No, you, he's not. He was not a. I mean, he was a. He was a big deal in that world, but he didn't have a lot of mainstream pub or anything like that. No doubt. No. Like, um, you know, a guy like Iceman or somebody, Tito Ortiz, those guys are much bigger. Tito mainstream. Ortiz, yeah, that's what I was trying to think. Somebody like that, yeah, definitely. They, yeah. they had bigger I, names, I, I, mainstream I than know. that guy for sure. Yeah. I Honestly, I think the show overall was a little flat, if you want to go overall. The first hour was definitely better than the second hour, but I, I don't know, man. That, besides the whole rock thing, I enjoyed that. Even some of that seemed a little contrived when – Becky would lines in. It just seemed uh, just didn't seem natural. Supposed to chant guy, mostly, uh, but I'll let that slide. But you know, just uh, I don't know the rock. I, I like the rock, and I'm glad he came in. But I just I just wish it was him. I wish Becky wasn't involved. But I guess they had to, you know, show both generations kind of thing. You know, did you see any of the kickoff show? I, you know, I forgot it was on, and I, I, I didn't. I missed it. I turned it, and it just it just had gone to commercial before the SmackDown actually started. It's so, no, good. I and, didn't see it. I, I was looking immediately. I think there are probably some people who are within Fox Sports are a little pissed off that they put the Fox Sports imprint tour on there instead of just making it a Fox Entertainment thing. Oh. Hmm. But that's how they're going to market it, and that's how they're going to do it, and they're going to fully embrace it. And So is Aaron Andrews going to be a typical – Smackdown backstage deal, or is that was that just a one-time deal? I'd say she's so she sure was awkward. Yeah, I mean when she tried to dance with New Day, that may have been what well, lost yeah. lost him the title right there. That kind of just threw his ass off. Uh, I said, yeah, he just, <laughs> fuck it. I don't. I was and she was getting yelled at at one point. I thought it was like flashbacks of Richard Sherman, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she was just going to run maniacally out the door. So I think she's going to be pretty busy over the next several months. I don't think she's going to have time to make it out there for Friday. Yeah, nights. that's what I, I was. I was. I was th- yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was in L.A. and then maybe she's and got an L.A. game this week. I don't know. The fact that they were able to get her out there. I mean, I think she's got World Series duty and she's got football stuff. Oh, obviously. World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoff duty, definitely. So she's. But I, you know, I, if I was and I, if I was her agent, I'd be saying no, she can't. <laughs> that's not in our deal. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been as bad if she just knew what she was doing kind of thing. I mean, yeah. it just didn't. It, she just definitely seemed out of her element as far as. Yeah, I think they just kind of sport. That feels like one of those things where they just said, "Hey," they just threw in there, and go, "Hey, have some fun with it." You know, that sounds like one of those things. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. So it's totally like not her fault, but it's like, all right, no, no, honey, just just go out there and have some fun with it. You know, it, it was one of those <laughs> deals. Yeah, and you're like, can I get? Well, it wasn't I, horrible, but it, no. it was definitely just. No, you, was, you said yeah. it. It was awkward. It's like they it was they, awkward. They, can I get more information? No, 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 no. Just go have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's wrestling. Uh, it says here the kickoff show started uh, at 7.30. It's kind of a big deal for them to interrupt the um, – I'm sure the, the local affiliates who don't give a fuck about wrestling were really like, yeah, that second rerun of uh, Seinfeld, you're going to have to cut that off tonight because we're going to have – and they're like, what, wrestling? Oh, shit, really? Really? Wrestling? What year is this? Oh, it's a big commitment. We're, we paid a billion dollars for this. And, you know, we know we've had a, there's lots of memos and shit. <laughs> now, is this a one-time deal? I'm not real sure about this. Uh, the kickoff, whole the kickoff. The kickoff. I think, yeah, I, I think kickoff's going to be one time. I think the okay, affiliate, right. affiliates are going to raise hell if they have their half hour. I believe what we called that back when I studied the broadcasting thing was prime access. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That was what that day part was known. Appreciate as. that. Yeah, and then of course some of your Fox affiliates are going to have Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, which yes. is going to just jibe perfectly with that WWE demo. Yeah. Uh, and so, in hand. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, that yeah, I think that's a one. I did see that the uh, local Fox station in your market this morning. I believe it was this morning. They did a little deal back when Fox Eight was actually a. W, uh, an yeah. ABC affiliate, and yeah. they showed wrestling in the studio, and uh, uh, they put it up. Uh, they were showing how small the studio was because it was like in the upper floor of this old building in downtown High Point. Yeah, and, and, and then nobody really flew off the top ropes because they would hit their head, and the, the ropes were like right up against the wall on one side of the room, and they had to make the ring shorter to fit another bench to have people to you know, an audience in there. And it was just, you know, kind of the origins of that leading into the SmackDown thing tonight, because that's, you know, Charlie Harville. I know you remember him. Sure. Or you, maybe a, you don't. No, no. He's a legend. Allegedly. Okay. I didn't know sure. if you were down here when he was still doing his thing, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a legend. And I don't, I, I'm not even sure if I remember that, that, that I might remember the latter days right before he didn't do it anymore. That was maybe when I first started watching with my great-grandfather. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Our, our buddy Brad Stutz put that up on, on uh, social media this morning, and I had to take a look at that. I think, if you, I think it's on their website. If, if you guys want to check that out, I think it's at WGHP.com. It should be on their, on their website if you want to take a look at that. And I don't know. I, I'll be interested to see how the ratings are for the Greensboro market because you saw that they popped – the AEW show popped a big rating in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and no, I didn't know. No, not in Charlotte. I didn't see that specifically. Oh, yeah, they had a, yeah, it. Yeah, it they popped like a, a monster, like a 2.0 rating down there for the AEW oh, show. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they were well, they're going to they're gonna be down there in what, a month or so maybe? Yeah, two or three weeks they're going to be down at Bojangles. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to hmm. be at the Bojangles at the corner of no, it's going to be <laughs> no, it's the, <laughs> the Bojangles lot mud show. Yeah, it's, it's the Bojangles Arena, the formerly artist formerly known as the Charlotte Coliseum, where I did see a band not called Pearl Jam in 1989. They were called U2. Woo! That would be the Zoo TV tour, and it was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yes, yes, very underrated. Zoo TV. Oh, that that album's tremendous. Achtung Baby was a crazy. Achtung Baby. Yeah, I was trying to think of the name of it. I was because I was thinking uh, Zuropa is what I was thinking of. But that, that was right after. That's when he went a little right too after. dancey. That's when he started getting the dance music and stuff. Yeah, that was a little, uh, little. Uh, I don't know, kind of like technotronic almost, kind of Moby-ish. The Achtung Baby thing was they were in Berlin and things were kind of cold and awful after the wall came down and shit. And uh, what was happening there? Uh, I think Edge was leaving his wife. I think they were getting a divorce. So things were kind of bleak and shit. So they were kind of edgy. Yeah, a little more edgy. Yeah, yeah. And it's, that's I prefer that album over Joshua Tree. Some people will uh, dispute, whatever, argue that. I don't know. Our, our Joshua Tree obviously is like one of the great albums, really, of all time. But I, I prefer Achtung Baby even over uh, Joshua Tree myself, personally. Wow. Well, maybe I might have to go with you on that just for the fact that Joshua Tree has been so overplayed. Exactly. 
and I think that might push it over the top. But the track, I'm definitely with you, man, on Octung Baby. The track that has been largely forgotten on Octung Baby that was so good was Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses. Oh, dude, I've always loved that song. Loved that song forever, but it kind of gets overshadowed because one was a massive hit off of that one, and Mysterious Ways was a huge Mysterious hit on Ways, that one, yes. you know. And so Wild Horses kind of got, I think it was like a top 20 song, but it wasn't as big a hit as those other two. Yeah, that was a great song. Matter of fact, when I first, you know, when you first get it, you listen to it the whole way through, and I was like, oh my God, that song. You, you, some of those, you know, you, you know, you're a geek like me. You probably right. pick out, this is going to be, this is, they're going to release this. Yeah. They're going to release this. So that, I, I said, they've got to release this song. This is fucking awesome. I'll, I'll always remember that. Yes. When I got like, uh, when I got Frontiers by Journey, it was like, okay, this, this send her my love is going to be that's got to be like a big one. They're yes, have to release that because that's a that's a, like a big deal. Yes, and it was funny because that when I was working at Record Bar, that that came out, and I remember you know we'd play the whole side of the album. We'd play albums back then, uh, so we hardly ever played the second side because they wanted to you know, at least play the side with the hit on it. So people would kind of know because there would be, especially if it was an album had been out a few months, had maybe a couple hits on it. Most of them were on that first side, side a, yeah. so they, you kind of mixed it up with, you know, almost like a concert with the hits and some other cuts. So kind of pleases both everybody that kind of comes in sort of thing. So, but yeah, so I heard that side a basically over and over and over and over and over. So I said, man, all these songs are good. But the Journey albums were notorious for the side A being great and side B sucking. Isn't that weird? It was weird. It was all raised on radio was like that, and like yes, it, it was so strange how that would happen. You'd have was like, raised on radio the song? Was that the first song on side B? I think it was actually. I did kind of like that. That's song, a good but after song. That's, after that, it's kind of definitely yeah, went downhill. For and then I think they ended with uh, "Why Can't This Night Go On Forever." That was okay. Which was a nice uh, ballad. It was kind of an overwrought kind of ballad. But that first side was like, girl can't help it. And it was like all this great that stuff. That was another one I said, they got to release that. And then that the, was, vi the Vision Quest soundtrack song, I think, was on side A, too. Only the Young. So that was like another huge one. Yeah, that was a great. That was uh, good times, man. That was some good times. When good that times. One came. God dang. Uh, good story. Let's see. The kickoff show started at Fox Studios with Becky Lynch getting a tour and included appearance by Michael Strahan and Terry Bradshaw. They did like little skits and stuff. And the window That's was cool. The window was broken, and like Michael Strahan goes, "Could you tell?" He says to Becky Lynch, "Could you tell Stone Cold just to use the door next time?" It was like one of those deals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Carissa Thompson is outside the Staples Center on the blue carpet. Thompson spoke with Charlotte and Ric Flair, and they talked about stuff. I saw that. It was kind of a generic. Things. You know. Talked about things and stuff. That's right. In the Staples Center, host Renee Young. Renee Young really in her element, again, doing in this role. She's doing a great job. Uh, she did this. seem a little more comfortable. Um, hey. they, she and Booker spoke with Biggie and Xavier Woods. They revealed the new set, which is pretty awesome looking. It says on this from – and ESPN just – Put out an alert about Kane Velasquez. So, uh, okay. So that's. I mean, you thought, you thought maybe the Tyson Fury thing would be the ESPN clip with him squaring off against Braun Strowman, and I guess that's going to be your match for WrestleMania if they're going to try to build toward that. I have no idea. Well, it's going to be a, a surprise because, or they're going to announce it online because they didn't say anything about it on SmackDown, no. and then you know that's only what forty eight hours away or less. So, well, I'm, I'm thinking about WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. too soon here. WrestleMania. Yeah, yes. well, hell. Yeah, there you so go. You could, could be. Do, you could almost book maybe the Kane-Velasco's match against Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania, and if they do something with this Tyson Fury against Braun Strowman thing, you can go ahead and book that one as well. And That's a long ways, man. I mean, I know it's not that far away. No. You got you to you start turning that direction. We're at, man, because November is officially WrestleMania season. Yeah, when we Survivor get into series. we get into Survivor Series, and we got the new Mega Powers with uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Right. This will be remarkable. This will be remarkable. We'll see if Roman Reigns can actually shit on Daniel Bryan's heat. Oh, and don't forget the Saudi Showdown or whatever the hell it's called. No, the crown, no. the hey, crown gem, the, crown, the jewel of the Nile, whatever the fuck it's, it's called. It's the crown jewel, which is happening nowhere. Okay. Ah, we are, yes. We are not I, mentioning. It's we, happening in an alternate universe. That's right. 
It's just the crown jewel, and we are not saying anything about anything about where that thing's taking place. But it will be on the WWE network. <laughs> that's all they're going to say. That's, oh, where, sure. that's where it'll be. Um, do you think it's too far out if this thing continues to go well that perhaps WrestleMania might be on the Fox network? Mm. What a blessing that would be for for sports for for wrestling fans because we could actually keep the show to a mere three hours if that doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I would they, be. They'd be treated like the Super Bowl, and, and I, I tell you what, man, if they ever did that, I would love to see what the ratings would be for something like that. I would be very interested, and I'd be willing to put up with commercials to trade just the show being held to a tight, light, and bright three hours. I'm but just saying, well, I guess. It it could happen, and it probably won't, but it could happen. I I wouldn't mind that either. I'll trade that too. I'm more. I mean, we're already used to sitting through commercials during matches and shit. So why not? It kind of helps break it up a little bit. They had Seth Rollins on the set. They talked to him as well, and then we started. And Vince and Stephanie eventually walked down the ramp, and they started SmackDown. Uh, the fans gave him a is big it pump. man? Is it me? Did you did you think Rollins got kind of a meh kind of of a pop? Yes. tonight on there SmackDown. Was a, there was a meh pop for that guy. Uh, they welcomed the fans to Fox at Friday Night SmackDown. SmackDown has a brand new theme song and opening credit. Um, Raw women's champion Becky Lynch made her way down to the ring. The fans broke into a huge Becky chant. She is was definitely showcased tonight. Lynch, oh, for sure. Lynch noted that SmackDown has a special place in her heart. She's happy to be the first to start SmackDown on Fox. She first broke through the glass ceiling on SmackDown. King Baron Corbin interrupted and Lynch threatened Corbin. Corbin feels he should be the first person to start SmackDown Fox. And then uh, The Rock came in there, Big Rocky chant. And we started with the Burger King stuff and the STDs. And then uh, he lays down the people's elbow on him and that was what happened. It was, I mean, it was a good segment, but it wasn't great. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll go good, not great with that. And The Rock is almost always entertaining in these situations, but... I tell you yeah. what, I'll say this: it, 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 if it did anything, it did make me miss him. Every time I see him in the ring, I miss him. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm, I'm not the first guy to point this out, but you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock headlined three separate WrestleManias. Nothing like that's ever going to happen again. Nope. Can you imagine? Sorry. I mean, like Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar headlining three WrestleManias. No, hell no. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, Raw, and so the answer to the trivia question, the first match ever on SmackDown on Fox would be a women's tag team match featuring Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair against uh, women's champion Bailey along with Sasha Banks. And who was the very first ref to referee the match? Was that Little Nate? It was Little Nate. There he is. He's like Charlotte's official special referee. Um, they pointed out that Chris Jericho has been, he was on the first episode of WCW Thunder. I think he was on the first episode of SmackDown. He's obviously been on the first episode. I think he was on maybe the first episode of NXT. He was on the first episode of AEW's Dynamite. So he's he's like the, a first episode guy. Yeah. Weird. Seems that way. Uh, all four women started brawling. And massive moonsault. And she got the figure eight on Bailey for the win. So Charlotte puts the figure yeah. eight and gets the champion to submit. And it was an I thought it was a it was a solid B plus B B plus match. Yeah. About what you expect from those ladies. Uh Aaron Andrews, as you pointed out, interviewed the New Day and tried to dance like them in, in a semi awkward segment, but still pretty entertaining. Um there's Tyson Fury ringside. Kurt Angle McFoley. The new odd couple, ladies and gentlemen. Mick has gained, <laughs> and you saw that Mick's tweet, he gained back some of the weight that he's lost. Um, but now that you mention it, I did notice it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Seth Rollins made his way to the ring for his match when uh, Bray Wyatt's The Firefly Funhouse interrupted. Ramblin' Rabbit was where, Ramblin' Rabbit died on Monday. Yes. So why, how can he be back out and be alive? I mean, I hate to be the cop. It didn't guy. happen. It didn't happen. Is it? Is he? It's is been he, four days. It's is he gone. Kenny it's from, done. Is he Kenny from South Park or what? What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I thought about that, but whatever. Hulk Hogan made his way to his city ringside like anybody gives a shit. 
He was going to be at um, he was going to be on the Colin Cowherd show today. The man who has consistently called wrestling fans booger eaters, but when the company that owns his ass tells him to shut the fuck up and do what's best for business, he'll have Hulk Hogan on there and pretend that he has respect for wrestling fans everywhere. Well, you know what? Just for the record, I've met plenty of booger eaters that love f- some fucking NFL. So, fuck you, Colin Cowherd. Fuck you. Uh, Universal Champion Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura, and of course Sami Zayn was there as well. Uh, the big thing here, of course, the Fiend makes his appearance and everybody freaks out. Now that, that was pretty good. Yeah, can't uh, go wrong with that. Your thoughts on the Owens Shane McMahon um, ladder match? Um, honestly, I was a little surprised at that too. I, I, I kind of felt that all the rumors were there, you know of and of of maybe Shane winning and then Owens losing and then going to NXT. But it's funny, about midway or so through the match, I, they repeated it, and I guess they've been saying it maybe, and I just never really never really registered. But they said the, the loser will be fired from WWE. I was always under the impression that it's going to be the loser gets fired from SmackDown, which would – you know, open the door for him to, for Owens, mm. that is to go to NXT. So when he said WWE, I'm thinking, okay, wow. Okay. I, I'm, Shane might actually lose this match then mm. unless they do the whole Kevin Owens in a mass thing. But I just didn't see that happening. I, but you know, I wouldn't have been shocked either way, but I was, I was a little surprised because I, especially when I, after I found out it was WWE and not SmackDown, I was kind of thrown for a loop. So, because I, I didn't really know what to think. Um, I thought the match. What about you, I thought the match was pretty good. I was. Um, oh, the match itself was good. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was a little surprised that they would risk a ladder match and the possibility of being somebody getting busted open hard way, brother. Yeah. Couple on, times, couple different times. You don't want that on your first, you know, episode of SmackDown on Fox, but everything yeah. went okay. Um, and then he hits the stunner and he fires Shane McMahon to a, a rousing, a lot of applause from the yeah. fans. Uh, it was uh, it was a smart thing to do. Keeps keep Owens on there because he's he can he's worth having on there for sure. And people are just tired of Shane. It's time for you know move along and open the door for somebody else. Caleb Braxton interviewing Paul Heyman in the back. They recap Brock Lesnar attacking uh, Dominic. Dominic is uh, maybe dead. He and he and that rabbit uh, may be dead. <laughs> Probably. And I and maybe Rey Mysterio can go and have these on a grave. You know, if I if I bury my son with the rabbit, can we get like a half price deal or something? <laughs> well, yeah. What was that little dude's name on TNA that LAX hit? Well, and I, ran over, you know, <laughs> about a year or two ago. I you remember that? I can't remember. Richie, little Richie. Little Ricky. <laughs> um, Heyman said it's not a prediction, but a spoiler that Lesnar's going to win the WWE Championship. Prophetic. This is where we start running into some problems. Braun Strowman, The Miz, and Heavy Machinery defeated Alan Jones, Styles, Randall K. Orton, uh, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. Uh, that was, yeah, I didn't, I, I, I thought the match was only okay. And then they had the face off with was a weird match, to be honest. It just, yeah, it was odd, just I, weird people put yeah. together. And then the Tyson Fury square off, which was kind of just awkward and, uh, I don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan in a, uh, lumberjack match, which I also thought was kind of meh. Let me see. Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. And then there's no, and then at the end of that, the mega powers come that, together the, again. The uh, the the flip over the top row, Roman. That was that was well executed. I'll give him that. When he's any he, when they did it in slow motion, they replayed it and everything. Yeah, I mean, just I just thought it would look good. Um, he got a lot of height on it. And then the mega powers shake hands afterwards. Yeah, I guess they're pals. Somebody was the pointing- enemy of my. I think it was Grant Sawyer that pointed this out. They had one of the promos for uh, SmackDown on Fox. They had a woman dragging a guy by his tie, like in an office situation. And uh, it reminded everybody of that 2010 Daniel Bryan, Justin Roberts situation. Yes. (laughs) The whole reason we got to see him. 
The ultimate wagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defeated Kofi Kingston. I don't know if they have an actual count for this. Kingston sent Xavier Woods and Big E to the back. This was a very, very, this was a very short match. It was. Which is five seconds from the time the bell rang. Because as soon as the bell rang, Kofi ran straight at him and he picked him up, F5'd him and one, two, three. After the match, Rey Mysterio music hit. And I thought for a minute, it was like, oh, here's. I thought a couple things. Like I said, I thought it was Tyson Fury because it's it's a big bald guy. But as yeah, I'm, yeah. As they've got the train, it's like a guy who's bigger than Ray. And I thought, oh, Dominic's out of the hospital already. Boy, they they. Well, they I thought it was Dominic too, and I'm like, God, Dominic! I didn't realize he was that tall. You know, he, he certainly blew through kayfabe on that one, didn't he? He should, he should be in the hospital for like a month after that attack. <laughs> we did have his arm in a sling. Kane Velasquez. Uh, Cole noted that Velasquez defeated Lesnar for the UFC championship. It's like he'd seen a ghost. So that part of it was, I guess, okay for the backstory. But a lot of us didn't know that and whatever. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's like if you're going to do crossovers, it's just weird that they're doing it for the MMA guy on on – I don't know. Maybe they just – maybe they're looking at all these demos thinking that – you know. The MMA guys watch Fox, you know, or only have cable with Fox well, or or antennas with Fox, Steve. They don't have cable or I don't know. Fox is pretty heavily invested in <clears throat> the UFC stuff and the MMA stuff. Maybe not even to the extent that, that ESPN is now, but they're, they're pretty heavily invested in it. So they may try to get some synergistic stuff going with that. I don't know. I'm not well, sure. Well, don't you think that they would want to promote him coming on there mm. if they wanted to – you know, because they're taking a chance that these people are even watching. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Lesnar teased entering the ring, but he walked off instead. Mysterio and Velasquez pointed, posed in the ring, rather. This was another good angle, writes the writer, involving an outsider and was a good ending to an excellent Fox premiere. Uh, it's a mixed bag for me. First hour, good. Second hour, a little troubled. Yeah, I'm with you. Dave Bath is your writer from the Figure Four Online WrestlingObserver.com Empire. Um, I have not seen NXT. I will see NXT. Have you seen NXT? I have. I actually watched it earlier today. All right. um, Tell us all about it. Enlighten us. Did you think it was a good show? Uh, yeah, I did. I I wasn't really going to watch it. I'd I'd read about it uh, and read the spoilers basically just to see what they did because. I just didn't had hadn't had time yet, but I, I was anxious to see what they did. So I'm like, you know, I need to watch. I need to get the feel of it. I need to get the the crowd feel and and, and everything to to give it a good comparison to AEW. And I tell you what, man, I went into it thinking, you know, AEW is just I, I think going to run circles around it. But you know what? I may have enjoyed NXT a little bit more, even though I knew what the hell the outcomes were going to be. Really. I think I, they, it was even. It was even. It was. It neither. You know. I don't. I can't pick one over the other. I really can't. Overall, was, uh, was entertainment wise. Was the Adam Cole stuff? Was that the highlight for you? I think so. Yeah. And uh, then Finn Balor making the appearance, um, and Tommaso Ciampa at the end. It just set things up for like, wow, there's some shit going on now. I just saw the story about Jeff Hardy being arrested for a DWI again. No, yeah, it happened what? yesterday. They they popped him yesterday. Oh my god, this is getting bad. Dude, just... You remember? You remember when when uh, Matt was going through all that stuff, and I there were a lot of people thought he was going to wake up dead. Dude, do you think Matt would sit his ass down, or maybe he has? And Jeff's just like, "Fuck you," you know. I don't know, man. You but, can't reach him at some point, and then eventually it just kind of clicked for Matt, and then he he got himself straight. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got kids, and well, so, so does Jeff. You know, oh, that's right. Damn, Jeff's, he sure does. Jeff's got a kid too. That's right. God dang, I don't know, man. Um. So the Adam Cole thing you enjoyed a lot from NXT, and anything else yes. that really stood out to you besides the the Finn Balor appearance? Um, I did like the. Uh, Io Shirai Mia Yim match. I thought that was really good. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, but I think Io is just God, man. She just gets better and better every time I see her. Mm. She's she's cute too, man. She, she I just she really I, she's, I really like her a lot. She, I'm, I'm with you. I think she improves about every time that I see her. 
I, yeah, I just I didn't know much about her before, you know, she really came to NXT. I think I remember her name in the um, – I can't, maybe she was in the May Young tournament. I, I don't know. But I, I'd really never heard of her before she, you know, came to WWE in some way. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed her. And uh, I don't know. The Baszler-Laray match was okay, you know. Uh, overall, I was a little disappointed. The, the Street Profits, you'll like that match. You'll like okay. – you'll, you'll like uh, – the 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 little prequel to that match, I guess. Um, okay, but I was a little disappointed. I, I I really thought they would have at least one title change, but I guess none of it would would have made sense in the long run for their storylines or something. I don't know, but uh, but I you know overall, like I said, I the, like I said, uh, the, Adam Cole, I enjoyed overall. I think the best, and then like I said, man, I, I, it, to me. I, everything was pretty right on line with AEW. I I can't really say I liked one better than the other. How did you How did you handle it? Did you watch AEW live and then watch um, NXT later? No, actually, my brother flew in town to Greensboro from oh, Tucson. Yeah, I saw for, that. yeah, yeah. So I went to meet him and my daughter in Greensboro about that time for a late dinner. So I had to DVR it, but I watched it as soon as I got back around you know eleven o'clock ish or so. So I almost watched it live, but I definitely watched AEW first. Um, it, I liked it. I, I just I, I can't say it was better than NXT. Um, How about I was, you? I was. Did you watch it live? I, was, I don't know if you could have watched it live yourself. Right. I was. I was kind of busy with the Brad and Britt yeah. um, at first, and the, the last part of it I did watch. And of course, I went back the next day and watched it. And I think I ended up watching it on the TNT app. They had it up pretty quickly. Okay. Well, that's good, and I don't know if you noticed. This is what they're doing: is they're replaying it right at ten. They're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. Turn just oh, they're like, gonna do that every week. I think that's. I think it's gonna be just like Nitro was, you know, when they would do that on Mondays. Oh, that's right. I, you know, I forgot they did that too. Okay, yeah. Well, that's great. I guess. Before we get into the show, you saw that the ratings were pretty good, about a million and a half, mm-hmm. which I think is considered a win. But the real one, the real big one on that one was it was the number two show on cable television in the demographic eighteen to forty nine. I did not see that overall. No. That's a huge deal, and it does look like there is a teen audience that is interested in wrestling if they have a product that appeals to them, and that's that was a, a big revelation. Well, maybe that's why I didn't swing with the full crowd that 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 said AEW was a lot better than NXT and all this, you know, the whole polls thing. I saw Wade was doing on Twitter and, and that sort of thing. Um, uh, I get maybe it was just appealing to the younger crowd. Maybe that's why, you know, and if you want to be if I had to if somebody held a gun to my head and said, you got to pick one or the other, I'd have to pick NXT. I really would. Okay, Yeah. Um, But maybe that is just for the younger crowd now. I don't know. You know, just the way the the way they do things and the the guys themselves, a smaller wrestler type guy. I don't know, man, I guess it's not just I, I think it's also that they've been so heavily marketed on social media. Yeah, I think that's that's something that's also with the whole YouTube and, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I think that stuff is kind of naturally much more appealing, and you know, I I think the, the, what was it? I heard Jim Cornette talking something about this. He, you know, the young bucks kind of look like teenagers, and except for the one that's balding a lot and his hairline keeps <laughs> yeah. going. But I don't know if that's Nick or Matt, but they kind of look like you know they kind of look like. If you saw them at a glance walking around a mall or something, you probably think they were teenagers. Well, I mean, I remember back in the day when they came in as well, I remember them as the Young Bucks and Generation Me both. And I can't remember which one I saw them as first. It seemed like they came in as the Young Bucks. Then they changed their name to Generation Me when they were in TNA and then they went back to Young Bucks. I don't I don't remember. But I remember ever since I've seen them, I always thought they looked like they were about 14 years old. Uh, yeah, and then uh, my favorite iteration of them was, of course, TNA, in which they were Nick Buck and Matt Buck, as you recall. Was that Generation Me? That was their names in Generation Me? Yeah, I think so. I think, oh and I, think Ru- I believe Russo was writing that shit at that time, too, right? That sounds about right, yeah. Uh, everybody's really been raving about the announcing on uh, AEW's Dynamite, and I thought it was really good. That was really good, good, man. I definitely, definitely enjoyed that. If I Honestly, I think if I enjoyed anything more overall, like the Adam Cole thing for NXT, my overall thing that I enjoyed for that would, would be the announcing. I, I'll, 
the only thing about it, though, I noticed Ross, he and and I know he can't really help it with his palsy and and stuff, but it sounded he he mumbled a few times, and I was like, what did he just say? And just kind of, you know, just right after Shivani would say something or Excalibur would say something, he'd just kind of say something real fast and somebody else would say, and I was like, what the fuck did he just say? But, you know, I let that slide. But just some of the lines that they were saying, the phrases, uh, especially Ross and, and Shivani, of course. And then they would hearken back to the WCW days and talk about how something there relates to something back then. And bring, I, I just thought that was cool. And Shivani, <laughs> Shivani calling MJF a, a prick. That was just, that was hilarious. <laughs> well, Tony's, Tony's role on here, and he's really laying back a lot and not letting his ego, you know, kind of come like, hey, I can get in here and call this. He's going to kind of be a, a semi-color guy. It looks like he's going to take the mean gene role, and he's perfectly happy doing that. He doesn't need to be in there all the time. And Excalibur doesn't bother me that much. I don't know if he adds a whole lot, from, in my opinion, to what's going on, but he's not. he doesn't detract from it. Let's put it that no, way. I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that, too. I, I just – the thing that bothers me, and this is this is little stuff, but it's like I don't know who this dude is. I mean, first of all, why are you there and with a mask on? Tell who are you? You know, if I, I just maybe I I would listen to him and have a little more res, not respect because I respect what he good does. I guess I'm not saying I don't respect him, but I just I don't know who you are, and and just it would be good if somebody could explain who the heck he is and why he's got a mask on and and all that stuff. Who are you? Why are you here? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, as far as the things he says, I mean, yeah, he was fine. He, I I, I just enjoyed the announcing overall. I thought it was surprisingly good. Maybe I was more surprised than I was anything because I didn't really know what to expect. But I'm like, oh man, they sound good together they it really it really was and i thought the overall look and production of it was big time i thought that was great you can nitpick little stuff i thought there were too many crowd reaction shots and they just missed people getting a good reaction by about a second sometimes and they would be looking away or looking at their phone or something like that so yeah yeah they were trying to make the the real big deal and and the obvious comparison that there were some women in the crowd there whereas at the wwe WWE events it's by and large a real sausage party (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm, I was okay with all that, um, I, but as far as the production and making it look like it was a big-time deal, I thought that was spot on. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it, it definitely looked pro. Uh, it, it didn't look like amateur hour at all. No, they, they've gone to – they pulled out all the stops for that, and um, I think there's been a lot of speculation that, like, if you put them side by side, NXT looks so uh, – in that little full-sale arena. So they're going to – there's a lot of speculation they're going to get NXT out of there and put them in some bigger buildings. Well, let's see what it looks like when they, when when AEW starts moving to the smaller arenas I still in the think next it, couple of weeks. I still think it's going to look like a bigger deal than NXT does down maybe, at full-sale. Yeah, m- maybe it will. Maybe it will. Um. um the Jake, yeah, that the Jake Hager surprise at the end, I thought was a little bit flat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 he's a he's always been meh for me. I, I've just, you know, I, the the whole thing with him and and Dutch, um, right back in the day, and I, that was kind of intriguing for a, a minute or two, but that was about it. It kind of wore thin after a while. I'll give him enough space to try to reinvent his character because I think he's got you know yeah he's got the great it's a place to do it. I just want to hear Jr. say uh, amateur background in reference to him about fifty times. That's what I want to hear him say. Uh, <laughs> but I, I I I like him. I don't love him. I'm going to give him enough space to try to get over in this new thing. Um, I thought Moxley coming back was a far bigger deal. They didn't really showcase him that much at all. He no. just kind of you know I, I thought that they might. I don't know, have him bigger. It's almost like Hager had a bigger role than Moxley did. Um, I thought that when they were kind of showing some of the backstage stuff, like with um, Jericho talking with the LAX guys and stuff and preparing for that match, that had a pretty good feel to it. Uh, I, I liked all of that. LA, they're just, I love those dudes, man. They're good. They're really Ortiz good. Ortiz and Santana, damn. I thought, I mean, a lot of what that show did, of course, MJF, I thought, clicked on all cylinders. I think that's a good, yes. that guy, he, to me, he's, he's like great. the best heel, heel promo in the business right now. Uh, 
you know, that dude, that dude to me right now can do no wrong at this point. Nah, he's good. He's good. And this eventual thing. I, you know, I don't know if you this, picked up on this or not. Maybe I'm getting too picky, but can we get the names? Can we figure out how to say some of these names? Like Riho, I heard the the uh, Justin, what's his face, the 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 ring announcer say Riho. <laughs> Everybody's calling her Riho. Oh, so so I don't I don't really know her well enough to know. So and then there's Pac and Pack, but they they call him Pac, they call him Pack. They can't figure it out. They can't figure it out. And then well, by the way, was, how how dare you how you forget the name of Justin Roberts, the guy who got Daniel Bryan fired? How oh my, dare you forget his name? Roberts. God dang, yes. Yeah, we just talked about his ass. Um, and oh, the other one was Sammy. Is it is it Guevara? Is it Guevara or is it Guevara? I think it's Guevara, but I don't know. I've heard and I heard all three of those. So I don't know. But it, and like I said, it's it's little things. But I would like to exactly know how to say their damn names. Well, I've had the Pack Pock problem ever since he's changed his name to Pac. Nobody's ever really come out and said how to say that. No, they can't. Some people are saying Pac, and I I think it is Pac. Okay, because nobody ever, I guess nobody ever came out and said it's X-Pac or X-Pac. Um, what have you heard about the NWA tapings? Because I'm really looking forward to actually seeing this show when it comes on on Tuesday. Uh, the NWA tapings. I have not heard anything, I don't I won't think. Spoil, I won't spoil. Well, I got to spoil one thing for you. Okay. New heavy. They have new tag team champions of the world. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, I was listening to Cornette talk about it because obviously he's going to be announcing the show. So it, if you don't know about this, it's going to air. They're going to put it up live on their YouTube channel, six oh five Tuesday night. That's when they're going to have it, so you can watch it for free. Um, and then you can know. Obviously, it's going to be on demand anytime you want to watch it after that. Is it our show? I can't remember. I think they're doing an hour because they're doing, you know, if did you see the set? Did you see the pictures of the set? I didn't see the set. I, I just saw the pictures of the champs backstage. Uh, yeah, have you heard about the set? No, I have not. It looks like a studio wrestling show from the territory days. It looks like the maybe uh, kind of yeah, like the old Georgia awful. championship wrestling. You got to You got to go online and look at it because it's pretty cool. I think they're All calling right. NWA power or the power hour or something like that. And it's got it's got the stand where Gordon Gordon Soley would stand behind there with the microphone, and <laughs> the, the ring is like a few feet away. And then the stand it, it looks that part of it I thought was cool as shit. Man, that's awesome. Um, so I'm hearing Cornette talk about it. And he's obviously talking about it. And I'm like, well, and he goes like, yeah, the Rock and Roll Express won the tag team. I'm like, dude, under normal circumstances, wouldn't you be bitching that that like? destroys the business to have these old men winning the fucking tag team titles <laughs> wouldn't, you, right. wouldn't you normally be railing that oh my god i can't believe you my god you're ruining the business i'm sweating for my life jim didn't make it look like a joke <laughs> but since you know they've got i'm not and i'm not shitting on ricky and robert they're great i don't know them winning the championship is uh let's just admit it it's a little gimmicky it's just a, a little, little bit. it's just a teeny tiny and it's great and I love it. You know, I'm a, I'm a generation Xer like everybody else and I remember the good old days and, and I'm I'm happy the boys are getting booked still and all this other shit. But let's just let's just drop our, you know, our our dreams of well, we gotta make the gotta make the presentation realistic, god damn it. I don't want any fake grenades being thrown, god <laughs> damn it. Well, you know, I also don't want any sixty year old men winning world tag team titles. How about that? How about that yeah. be But you know, again, I'm just saying if any, I'll put it this way, if anybody's gonna do it, I'm glad it's them. Uh he was praising everybody pretty much. Um Nick Aldis he loves because Nick Aldis looks like a champion. Yes. Um and he made it sound tremendous, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch on Tuesdays. Yes, and any I don't really have a lot of thoughts on Raw because that was a long time ago. That was like eighteen wrestling shows. God, ago. man, that seems so long ago, doesn't it? And I can't even really remember what's going to happen on Sunday. Uh, I I, I, I have no idea what's well, going to happen. They really haven't. They've only told us like three or four matches, right? Is is Fiend going to sports entertain Seth Rollins? Yes. Okay. And I think that's in a hell in a cell, if I'm not good, mistaken. Good. Well, yeah, it should be. Yeah, it makes sense. For and God's then sense, uh, Sasha be. and Becky, of course. Because here's here's the thing about Fiend against Rollins: you don't want that dead rabbit making a run in. You got to keep that <laughs> cage door locked, 
or that dead rabbit's going to come right in there. I know, man. I hope he's got some backup. I do remember Rollins. That is, this is what I remember from Monday Night Raw. I remember Maria Canales being very indignant. Oh, I do remember. Since you said Maria, that automatically made me think of something from then. What was it? The end. Oh, Lashley and Lana. Yeah, I do. I guess we do need to talk about that. I mean, can we stop it with the, you know, mass, mass, how do you say it? Like, emancipating the, the guys. How do you say that word? Or the cuck thing or the, the, yeah, the, or just, the emancipation. Emancipation. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I mean, it's, is that, it's just overkill almost. It's like Vince has discovered the word cuck in the past month and it's now his new favorite toy. It seems that way. And the whole cuckolding thing, I don't know if he stumbled across that particular fetish thing on Pornhub and just thinks it's the most wonderful thing he's ever seen in his life. I don't know, man. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help Lashley. It doesn't help Lana. It certainly doesn't help Rusev just to stand there while everybody knows that his he wife just stands there. He just stands there like a like a punk, like a jabroni, watching this guy make out with his wife. God, it was it, just, it was disturbing. Yeah, just I don't. It just I don't know, man. It just I can't believe they did that after a whole ricochet thing. Apparently, I'm I mean, supposed not to, that I care about that. I'm no, just saying it's, it's just weird. And it seems like they're 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 trying to specifically go, oh, look at this interracial thing, too. We, we've thrown some interracial stuff in there. Isn't that hot audience? Aren't you shocked? And it's yeah, no, I don't. You're you're trying way too hard, guys. And just like I said, the whole emancipating of like they were doing to, to fucking Canellis and 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 now they're doing it to Rusev. It's bizarre. I, it's just I bizarre. It. I don't know what's going on, and I don't. They can't get any traction, and it's just ah. Oh. Um, but I can't remember really too much else from Raw. I mean, that that, that was only the only time. I, the only thing I, the only reason I even remembered that is you said that about Maria, and I'm like that automatically made me think of that. Well, she was mad at schreiber for like asking some questions about it and like how dare you it's like you've turned this into like a circus don't don't blame that girl right that didn't make sense what is wrong with you all right let me see what the match card says this is from i think cbs sports uh universal championship seth rollins versus the fiend bray wyatt we're gonna i guess we'll work our way from the top to the bottom i yeah i don't know what sense it makes to have the fiend capture the championship unless you go with the theory that like who will save the universal championship from this fiend who can do it and it's like somebody comes out of the pack and they're the ones that can be the fiend's kryptonite or something i i don't know i I, yeah i can't see the fiend getting the belt that just doesn't make sense at all to me right now i don't see seth him though that's the thing i i, I don't know uh, something I, unless the fiend gets disqualified but i didn't think there was any disqualification or whatever in hell in a cell but i i'm just gonna say seth holds on to it somehow some way i i i just can't see bray getting it right now uh, raw women's championship it's becky lynch against sasha banks of course becky is the champion because she is the man do you think it's time for sasha banks to continue her parade of getting stuff that she wants by bitching about things uh how hell i'll say she get i'll say sasha wins to get just to have a new champion just to have a new champion, I, I, unless they want to run with Becky on Fox here, I, I don't know. But um, and they didn't really showcase Sasha a whole lot tonight. So, but I don't know. I, I, I just it just seems to me if Sasha's going to come back and raise all his hell, then Becky squashes her. Then what's she going to do after that? So that's why I think Sasha would probably win. The new mega powers: Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan against Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Who did you say would win that match? The Becky Sasha. I think I'm going to have Becky hang on to it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I guess it just bothers me that Sasha's able to, to take time off just because she bitches about stuff and gets what she wants. 
And she, apparently, uh, rumor is she signed a, an extension to her contract. All you got to do is bitch and whine and complain. There, you know, I was watching that StarCast thing with CM Punk and the Mike Johnson says to him, well, you know, they let guys off now just like to have time off. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said they let Finn Balor off. And when he went, got married, they let him have some time off and shit. Yeah. And CM Punk's like, oh, and his eyes were like <laughs> so confused. It's true, man. It's like, well, there's been several guys that have done that, right? Well, there was a theory back in the day. I knew like when I, there were two morning disc jockeys that worked in the same building. And the one guy thought that the management kissed the other guy's ass. So the one guy who wasn't getting his ass kissed, he would go to management and ask for stuff. And not only would they turn him down for shit, they would give the stuff that he wanted to the other guy. Damn. <laughs> Talk about a backslap of the face. Uh, I'm going to say the new mega powers, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, go over against uh, Rowan and Luke Harper. Uh, yeah. <sighs> no, I'm going to say I'm going to say the other. I'm going to say the bad guys win. And we don't know. Luke, we don't know what's happening with Brock Lesnar if he's if he's sports entertaining anybody on Sunday, do we? Um, I no, I haven't heard. Yeah. They didn't say. So we don't know. We don't know if there's going to be a, a WWE championship match. I have no idea. Yeah, or tag titles, or well, I think they... yeah, we're we're coming up on those. Okay, I'm sorry. Women's championship for SmackDown. It's Bailey against Charlotte Flair. I didn't know that was happening. Mm, I'll say Charlotte takes it. Yeah. However, Charlotte did pin Bailey tonight in that match. So yeah, that's what makes you, that's what they're trying to do. So yeah, if you go with the very very astute history very yeah. astute Bryant yeah sometimes I I'll, I'll pick them out um I don't know I I think yeah dang I don't know I'm gonna have to say Bailey wins I can't see them both uh, I can't say Sasha and Charlotte's gonna both be new champs so I'll say Bailey holds on to it SmackDown Tag Team Championship as the Revival takes on New Day I'm saying the Revival hangs on to it yeah um. Intercontinental Championship. You're a champion, and you may have forgotten this. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, yeah. Against Ali. Ali has been crapped on. Ali. Yeah. Ali's been crapped on seven ways till Sunday. God. So how did he earn this? This may be your your pregame match. God, it's got to be, man. I didn't even know this match was happening either. Which is weird because now that I'm thinking about it, the newly pushed Cedric Alexander has like not even any kind of role or anything on anything. And they've been trying to work him in on a lot of shit lately. He's, he's you know, wrestled AJ, what, two or three times now for the U.S. Yeah, great, great matches. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I can't see Ali winning now. I don't. I don't I'm uh, Shinsuke will hold on to it. I'm going to say Vince goes swerve happy on this one and gives Ali the championship oh. for no particular reason. Ooh. It's kind of a baby face situation tonight is what I'm calling for. With the new mega powers and with Ali, they're going to try to do a little baby face action. But everything is okay. all kind of in a flux because, you know, we're just um, less than a week away now from the draft. Yeah. And, and God, man, I really hope the reset button is kicked in on – all the storylines, except for maybe a couple tonight that we saw on SmackDown, like the whole uh, Vasquez and Lesnar. I know that's already kind of seeds are planted there, but just as far as everybody else, pretty much, just hit the reset. Let's 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 go off. Let's go all in all different kinds of directions, at least to, to pique my interest, if nothing else. It's uh, that's it's, what it that's what matters. Peaking my fucking interest. <laughs> well, I, I would say you're one of the key consumers of the product, so I think they would want to keep people like you happy. Well, I, I, I would hope I'm amongst the majority. Any other wrestling news and notes from a wild week? <sighs> oh wow, Whew. it was a lot to take in. Um, most of it was pretty good, though. I, overall, it was good. I, I can't say that I was disappointed in a whole lot of anything. Um, you know, just nitpicking on some some things. But yeah, man, it's boy, it's gonna be a 
It's going to be exciting. Are you of the opinion of a lot of people like this is such a great time to be a wrestling fan? Uh, as of right now, I was a little skeptical as of last week. I mentioned it to you. I'm like, you know, how much is too much? Where's the saturation point of this? I, I think we're right at that line right about now. I'm good. You know, yeah. I, I, I do like I do like the Monday, Wednesday, Friday aspect. I don't like being bombarded even like the Monday, Tuesday that we used to have. And then on the weekends, maybe you could sample a little MLW or possibly some, yeah. some impact wrestling, whatever that thing comes on. Well, on yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Follow Bryant on Twitter and Instagram at Bryce Sports, BRY Sports. I'm on Twitter at Britt Whitmire. The uh, show is on Twitter at Katie Vick Alive. And I am on Instagram at BW4Reels, BDUB number four, R E E L Z. And if you'd like to help us out, and support what we are doing. You can get all your Halloween stuff at our Amazon store, which is katievick.com. katievick.com. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.